This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Welcome to the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, where we will be discussing all things to make law firms more profitable. I'm your host this week, Larry Port, CEO of Rocket Matter, leading provider of cloud-based legal practice management and time and billing software. We're excited to welcome back Evan W. Walker, full-time attorney out of San Diego, California. Evan practices personal injury and property damage, and we've had him on the podcast before. He taught us all sorts of stuff about client relationships and maintaining good relationships with your clients. And Evan, great to have you back. Thanks for inviting me back, Larry. I'm glad to be here. All right. So we're going to talk with Evan about a blog post that he wrote for Legal Productivity which is how to run your solo practice as a business. And uh, we're going to dive into a couple different of Evan's experiences. And this is real world, rubber meets the road experience here. So Evan, tell me, one of the things that you talk about is advertised with a purpose. So I think I know what you mean by that, but can you tell us specifically what you're you're talking about there? Sure. And let me begin by saying, um, which which you correctly pointed out, all of this stuff is based on experience, right, of going out there and reading and doing research and seeing what other people have done and then trying it out myself. So this comes from my experience as a solo. So advertise with a purpose. That's what I've learned. The bottom line is that advertising is necessary. And because it's necessary, it can become a money pit. And frankly, not a day goes by that I'm not pitched some type of, you know, this is the way to advertise, this is the way to get clients, and there's so much information and misinformation out there that it's easy for attorneys to get lost in, in, in the garbage, right? And so what's important to keep in mind, again, from my experience, is to advertise with a purpose. And so what I mean is know who you're advertising to, right, number one, and number two, know what you're advertising, I, I think both of those things are very good. I think one thing to keep in mind also is like when it comes to advertising is that there's there's different marketing channels that you can pursue and you need to measure the results of those channels. Um, you know, you mentioned here that you don't do pay-per-click per se, but others do. What What channels do you happen to use personally and how have you experimented with them? How have you found which ones have worked better? So I found that uh, ad click is it's very expensive, and the, the return on investment is unclear a lot of times. I find that social media is helpful, but not, not, in, not in a sense that attorneys think. It's helpful because it, it has allowed me to develop relationships with other people um, in the media or, or, or elsewhere. And so the point of, should come the surprise of no one, the, the, the point of social media is to be social. Right. It's not for me to go out there and spam with all these, you know, pieces about my latest blog post. Right. It's to be social and to develop relationships with other people. Um, One thing that's also important to do is blogging, um, but that's to blog with a purpose, which gets back to what I said before. Know what your audience, who are you trying to reach? And so that sets up another question is what do people want to find out? Right. What are people looking for online? And it's important when you're blogging and putting this information out there that you're meeting people's needs. You're just not putting out garbage because there's so much garbage out there. So, again, know your audience and know what you're putting out there. Pay attention. That's interesting. 
Yeah, I would I would also um, caution people for those that are like sinking money into a pay-per-click that may have sounded bad because we pay pay-per-click prices too. You can't just set and forget. You constantly have to reevaluate what you're spending money on. So things are very dynamic. Things change quite a bit. So, but I mean, you could talk about advertising for hours here. Uh, another thing uh, you mentioned is um, actually that we talked about. This wasn't specifically in the blog post. I find this pretty interesting. You're a solo and love it, right? So talk to me about like that decision and why you haven't hired people and how you've maybe gotten around that. Yeah, so I opened up my practice October 1st, marked the two-year anniversary. And so I absolutely love it. Um, but let me be clear, I've never worked as uh, much as I have now. And it, to practice law has never been as difficult and trying as it is now. Um, but I absolutely love it, and I do not regret it. Now, for myself, I am a true solo. I don't have any support staff. You know, I don't, there's no associate attorney, it's just myself. And so the benefits of that, it allows me freedom to act, freedom to practice law the way I want to practice law. Um, but the disadvantages of that is it takes a lot of time. I mean, if I want to be honest, I would say the practice of law is maybe 40, 45% of every day, and everything else is, you know, advertising. Uh, uh, financials, just running the business. And you have to decide whether it's in your firm's best interest to hire someone. For myself, I have not made that decision. I want to stay small, as it were. I don't intend to bring people on. And frankly, it's the gig economy. So I use a lot of independent contractors for work that I need to do that I just can't do because of the time. It is true. There's so much out there that you can do. Not only is it the gig economy and you can find like, I mean, if you go to a, onto a site like Upwork, for example, which used to be Elance and Odesk, uh, Upwork, you can easily find people to help you out with search engine optimization, uh, pay-per-click advertising, graphic design, editing, copyright. I don't even know if there, maybe there's even lawyers out there. I have no idea. But there's all sorts of skills. And, and even like Ruby Receptionist, which is less gig economy, but more like... Um, kind of infrastructure as a service type of thing or, you know, whatever you would call that. But, you know, they're, you call them instant receptionist. You call a number, set up an account, instant receptionist, you know, no, no employee headaches or anything like that. So there's a lot out there. Um, another thing that you mentioned is um, watch your bookkeeping. Now, this is a huge one because a lot of lawyers avoid numbers at all costs. They were poli-sci or history majors and or journalism majors and then they went to law school and now they're in an environment where they have to figure out things with numbers. So can you talk a little bit about what you meant by watch your bookkeeping? Absolutely. Look, I was a humanities major. I'm a humanities guy. I'm not a numbers guy. But get it into what I do, which is running your own business. You have to. You absolutely have to because you are running a business. Right, And so if you're not paying attention to your quarterly statements, to your profit and loss statements, to where your money is going, to where your money is coming, you're going to be in a lot of trouble, not only with your business, but with clients and potentially the bar. You have so many violations of client trust funds and funds disappearing and funds not making sense on paper that you have to stay on top of this because what I've seen is if you make one or two mistakes in a bookkeeping, that just multiplies and it just becomes an almost insurmountable problem and it could sink your business. Yeah, it's good to have uh, good 
accounting or professional help early on to help you through all these things. And I'll tell you one thing, early on in Rocket Matter, we must have been like 50% solo practitioners. We have a lot of large firms now, so it's probably more like 19 or 20% solo practitioners. But we wrote the software in such a way as to instruct them how to understand their business. Like, the accounts receivable report, we call it, I want to see what my firm is owed. So, you know, we, we try to do a bunch of things to try and teach kind of these humanity majors, liberal arts majors, lawyers, the, 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 the nuts and bolts of running a business. So those things are important and they're worth spending a little bit of time learning. Um, Absolutely. The, uh, and then you have another thing which um, I wanted to get into, and, and this is kind of a cautionary tale because – Taxes are kind of boring to talk about, but maybe in the uh, context of your experience, it isn't so boring to talk about because it's kind of one of those fear, uncertainty, and doubt type of things, right? Right. And so this is this was an unpleasant surprise. And let me start by saying when I started looking into my business, I mean, I did my due diligence on you know what's necessary, what you know what what should a solo learn before open up shop, and nowhere. Not in any CLEs, not in any bar association programs, not online, not in any blogs, did I find anyone mention self-employment taxes. And I was shocked. This is true. I was shocked to learn, in addition to income taxes, I, as a sole prop, had to pay self-employment taxes. And so when that date comes around, not only do you get a number from your CPA saying, here are your uh, income taxes, but in addition, here are the self-employment taxes that are due at the same day, and then they're due every quarter for the remaining year, and the IRS will not take no for an answer. You know, taxes are kind of boring to talk about, and, and they're kind of no fun, and in that case, they're like really no fun. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It wasn't a no, good day. absolutely not. Um, all right. Well, look, this is all really good information. So if people wanted to reach out to you and uh, maybe pick your brain on some uh, solo law firm business advice, how can they reach out to you? Sure. You can uh, contact me on my website, evanwalkerlaw.com. My email and phone number are available. Wonderful. Evan, hey, thanks so much today. I appreciate it. Likewise. Thank you again, Larry. Take care. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.